COVID-19, better known as coronavirus, has spread throughout the world. Symptoms of this respiratory disease include fever, cough, and sharpness of breath. These symptoms may show up 2 to 14 days after exposure. If you're experiencing these symptoms and have come in contact with or in an area with an ongoing outbreak, please call a hotline and or consult a physician. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces. For more information, please visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Dan Scotland. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa, both S's. Feel free to check out our official Twitter account at IC sativa pod you can find and subscribe to our podcast on spotify itunes anchor.fm overcast radio republic TuneIn, stitcher iHeartRadio, and the google play music store please rate and review us on itunes as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs if you like what we are doing please become a patreon supporter of the podcast and support us supporting us helps Helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor.fm slash I am cannabis sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash IC sativa podcast. You can support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have $5 and above tiers if you're feeling extra generous. And a special thanks goes out to our current Patreons and supporters. Shout out to our friends of the show, Reefer Revolution, for supporting the podcast. Shout out also to Joey One Love 420, also a friend of the show and contributor of, of the show uh, and founder and frontman of Keystone State Reviews. Becoming a Patreon or financially supporting us through Anchor, Patreon, PayPal gets you perks like early episodes, exclusives, and shout outs at the beginning of every episode. And without further ado, let's get to the episode. Us as the grassroots activists of, of legal Massachusetts, the heartland of America, have scored a monumental victory. Okay? Monumental victory. This is huge, okay? Huge. Like 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 Bernie would say. Here's my champagne. Um, I, I bought champagne because we have a lot to unpack right now. Um, I've already drinking a good amount of this champagne, so um, excuse me if I'm a bit buzz slash drunk right now. Um, my alcohol tolerance is, is, is worse than like a 17-year-old these days because I largely don't drink alcohol that much anymore, uh, like only really socially, like when my... My older sister came to visit. Like that was the like last real time I was I was drinking alcohol because she had bought some vino. Um, occasionally, I'll I'll, I'll um, I've been topping off like um, my sparkling water with um, with uh, Everclear because um, I I bought some Everclear to extract to make tinctures with, and then I bought some to sort of drink. Um, okay, so. Okay, so I do, I have been drinking that every now and again, but I, other than that, I haven't bought an alcohol, but that Everclear that I bought, like, I haven't, like, I bought that, I want to say, a few months ago, so, like, you know, I haven't really bought or purchased alcohol at least since, like, May or June. Like, I haven't bought it with my own money besides this, um, champagne, but... The Cannabis Control Commission. Um, I've only really been doing cannabis activism in earnest um, 
since 2017. Um, my I've always been a I've always been for it at least since since my late teenage years. And I even wrote a a um I even wrote an essay about about um legalizing cannabis and about ending the war on drugs um in my freshman year of college. Um, if you missed that episode where I I, I, I re- re- read that essay or I read that essay, I'll, I'll put that in the description. But um, we we scored a major 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 victory, and I'm gonna I'm gonna unpack a lot of what what went down um, right now. Um, again, this is the I Am Canvas City of a podcast journey from Legal Grass, Massachusetts, Heartland of America. Um, I can be found on Twitter at IC Sativa Pod. I can be found on Instagram at I Am Canvas Sativa. And on Patreon at bit.ly slash 2NJMSHN. And, um, all right. So we're going to, we're, I'm going to read some of what went down. Okay. So this is from Dan Adams. Um, so this meeting was during the day. It ended around 419, 420 p.m. Um, they, they, they started the meeting, I believe, at 10 a.m. or something. So it went on for a bunch of hours. Um, I missed the first hour of it. But um, but but here's the deal. Um, a lot of things were discussed, a lot of favorable things. And um, I know my, my previous episode was um, a lot more fiery than, than, than it is right now. But, um, but, um, again, it's like South Park, I, I believe. Um, when I was, when, when, when I was in high school, I watched South Park fanatically. Like I, you know, whenever, when the new episodes would drop, I would watch it and talk to, talk about South Park with my friends. But I mean, I, I can't really watch it now. It just seems antiquated and sophomoric and just like, just spitting out libertarian right-wing propaganda like that's what it seems at this point you know like again i don't i haven't watched an episode in at least five or six years um but um in south park um in the earlier seasons kenny would die all the time or whatever he would die in an episode and then the very next episode he'd be alive again and and you know the 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 crew will just pretend like nothing happened and it'll just be like it'll just be like the previous episode didn't happen um i get fired up when when i write to my public officials and i don't feel that they're addressing my needs or i feel that they're serving their own agenda but today the cannabis control commission served the people's agenda were there some um, imperfect votes and imperfect um, policies that still got upheld? Yeah, but they they we have to take our hats off right now. My hat is off right now to the Canvas Control Commission for the monumental and historic thing they just accomplished right now. Um, and this was... Um, and this was the fact that... Um, we are now going to get reciprocity um but wait there's more we're gonna get out of state reciprocity for um severely ill patients um um shaleen titled commissioner titled did squeeze in a provision as determined by doctors so maybe there might be more flexibility with this reciprocity but for now it's it's reserved for cancer patients um palliative care and i believe i forgot the other category it's reserved for only only the most important sick people according to this board quote unquote but um but that's not the biggest thing that went down the biggest thing that went down and wait for it caregivers are going to be expanded to be able to service more than one patient it's been it's they officially voted on it and they voted in favor of this again i've only been doing this cannabis activism since 2017 in earnest so i can't speak to the pioneers that came before me and that were putting in the hard work um earlier last decade and earlier the decade before um i'm not 
I'm not that. I'm not in that echelon, obviously. Um, I just, I'm, I'm new to, I'm, I'm, I'm a newcomer in, in relative terms. But a lot of people, like, like friend of the show Grant Smith said, have died before this change was made and were fighting for this change to happen. Um, for, for people to have their own caregivers and, and growers that they know personally provide them cannabis, medical cannabis at cost, like a lot of other MMJ states, like Maine allows, like a lot, a lot of other MMJ states, like Oklahoma allows, like a, a lot of other MMJ states, like California, like Colorado, like Washington, I'm sure, like, um, I forgot what else. But yeah, those are the states that are like sort of, and Michigan before it became very corporatized, you had robust caregivers. You had people that can grow strains that their particular patients like, they can grow them consistently, um, you know, and they can negotiate a price um, that works best for both the caregiver and the patient instead of the dispensary. Um, being a uh, for-profit organization and only charging what benefits their pocketbooks and charging 15 a gram even if it's to the dismay of the citizens but when you don't allow caregivers like we've allowed like like we've not allowed in these past few years um, the dispensaries the vertically integrated expensive dispensaries they hold all the cars they have all the power and what results in that is um expensive prices and and people don't having recourse because where else are where where the heck else are you going to go if you were to take re recourse but the but um again I was fiery um yesterday because uh, you know it's a combination of the 3 or so years I've I've experienced with um a lot of the cannabis um, control board just taking our suggest our suggestions and then um doing doing and serving their agenda anyway like it, it got very frustrating for me and i got frustrated after a bit and um you know i let that out yesterday um but again it's like south park like you're you don't have like like that's how i am in terms of politics in a sense not not the not south park's politics per se but um but in the fact that I don't have, like, politically, I don't have permanent friends and I don't have permanent permanent allies as a political actor. I only really have permanent interest. And um, when the Canvas Control Board is making favorable reforms and they're making fav and they're they're actually listening to the feedback of the people, I will I, I will heap them a lot of praise and I will heap them a lot of credit, like they deserve today. They, um, they expanded the caregiver ratio. And let me read the other thing that was on the screen. Um, you probably already read it already. But, uh, whoa. So this is from Dan Adams. The, can the Mass Cannabis Control Commission just approved a huge change to its upcoming delivery program, voting unanimously to allow licenses to buy products from domestic wholesalers and warehouse them instead of just acting as carriers to buy products on demand from retailers. The earlier model was intended to keep barriers entry low for disenfranchised entrepreneurs. All you need was a van and a place to park. And since you never store any marijuana products yourself, but many complain that it wouldn't be profitable so yeah so that was another change that they got done um another thing um but yeah to get back to that caregiver thing like like um friend of the show grant when we were cover when he was covering because he did a live stream of the board of the canvas control board meeting that just ended today um he was saying that he, he cried um like I don't know. I mean, I may cry when this weekend unfolds or whatever. When, when I'm, I'm 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 done from being shocked, but um, I'm I'm filled I'm full filled with adrenaline right now, and, and adrenaline in the best way because of this change. Um, as you know, cannabis is three hundred and fifty to four hundred an ounce in in this state for a medical ounce, and occasionally places will do deals where they're selling shake where they're smelling small buds. 
and occasionally you can get a sub two hundred dollar ounce, but you know the the sun has to align. Uh, mercury can't be retrograde before they provide that deal to you. But now you're gonna have more of a caregiver model, like a lot of other more um, cannabis pioneering states. Where individual growers, you can have a relationship with your individual grower, like much like I do in my main caregiver. And then, you know, they can, they, you know, the strains that they're going to grow, you know, and, and you always know what price they're going to charge you. You know, with these dispensaries, sometimes they'll do sales, sometimes they'll do sales and make it affordable. Most of the time they won't. And if, if, if payday, if payday is another like, five days away or six or seven days or eight days away if i get paid every two weeks or something like that i've been i've worked jobs where that has happened like i don't if, if the sales happening before my other expenses have been paid then i can't make use of that sale it should not only there should not only be sales when mercury's in retrograde or where where when the stars are aligned or whatever there should there should be an everyday low and affordable price and with these dispensaries having to be vertically integrated in the sense that, again, this is my champagne um, to celebrate our major win. But when you have places that be vertically integrated, the barrier of entry to, to getting into that market is very, very high. It's very, very steep and it's very, very unaffordable. And when you have that stuff happen... Um, you know, they, they, they feel that they have to charge more to make a profit and then that extra money is passed on to you. Again, maybe there allegedly, maybe there's a gentleman and gentlewoman's agreement to keep prices at, 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 at um, 350 or so an ounce. Maybe there is, I don't know. But now that we have this expanded caregiver rule that the, the commission officially approved, um, they're going to finalize things in the com coming weeks, but the monumental vote was hap has happened, and it, they are going to move through, move, move through with this. So you can go, you can have a relationship with your caregiver. They can sell it to you at a price that they can afford to sell, and that you can afford to buy. And you're not having to go to these dispensaries that are having to charge these sort of fixed prices, allegedly, obviously. Um, you have leverage. We have more leverage. Um, with, with medical patients being able to grow in this state and with people being able to grow, which, with adults over the age of 21 being able to grow, um, that gives us a lot of leverage that's, that people in states with, with, no grow, with no growing allowed for medical or no recreational where people can grow their own. You don't have a lot of leverage, but now I, I, I finally see, think we're going to see sub $200 ounces. It, it may very well be possible, but by the end of the year that these dispensaries might lower prices because of this, 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 because now they have a lot more competition with this expanded caregiver rule. So um, in the vote, the, the when they expanded the caregivers, it's going to be five, it's going to expand from one to five minimum. And then you can individually apply for more. So this was this so this was very surgical in a sense. They had to take when they enacted this rule today, they had to take multiple recesses. They had to take 15 minutes off off camera to discuss this because they know that us, the grassroots, are watching. They know that we're watching. We, we know that they're that we're pulling their flipping coattails to deliver change. We're sick of um, we're sick and we're growing impatient with, with, with what we perceive as their their tendency to follow their own agenda and their tendency to look at the plant with contempt besides commissioner title. But they, they know that we are watching and they know they have to, with all the uprisings we've been having all over the country, they know that they have to actually deliver now. Like they feel pressure at this point. And we made them feel pressure in a peaceful and 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 certain and constructive way with our words, obviously. Um, but we made them feel pressure. They they are now 
starting to attend to our needs now. They are now starting to listen to the grassroots because the grassroots, we've been a thunderous roar that's, that has not left their side in the past few years. And, you know, we really, really mobilized in the past few months to the culmination of all these changes we're seeing now. Um, again, we need to give all ourselves a pat on the back right now for for writing to the cannabis control board making our content or discontent known um and and keeping an eye on these commissioners and reporting on them and talking about them and analyzing their actions you know when whether they're helping the people and whether they're not helping the people we've been bringing the heat in these past few months and now there was now they have no choice but to respond to the thunderous roar of the grassroots now so they've given us expanded home, um, expanded um, caregivers. So now people can go to individual caregivers. They're not shackled to these dispensaries. They're like, oh, spin the wheel and maybe you might be able to afford your cannabis this week. Like, I mean, there's some dispensaries, they'll, name, they'll go nameless, but... Or you're not reliant on these random sales that have to coincide with, you know, you having your other bills paid before you can make use of these sales. And um, they're not everyday low prices. And then, you know, having to deal with these dispensaries that that sometimes don't even really do deals at all, or the deals they do do are very insulting. Like spend spend two hundred or three hundred dollars and then get a free pre roll. I'm sorry, that's not a deal. I had to spend three hundred dollars of my own money, a car payment, and all you're giving me is a flipping pre roll. Like, come on. But you can know. But now that you're gonna have caregivers that are individual growers that can that can provide for patients, now that you've got that, you're there's more leverage. You, like people don't have to be shackled to a dispensary; they can go to other places now, like their caregiver. I you know I'm, I mean, at the, you know when this gets rolled out, I'm gonna try to find a Massachusetts caregiver can't believe i'm flipping saying that now because um it's been prevented for so long um we had a brief window when legalization kicked in where caregivers were advertising i'm not going to name the sites obviously but we had a brief window in 2017 where they were where these caregivers were trying to make um we're trying to make a living off legalization and off um, the increased demand now that legalization is happening. It's obviously going to be an increased demand for medical. So we had caregivers for a brief while. Um, there were some ones. There was one that I had for a little for a brief while until Baker used his uh, giant fist to stamp it out. And the anti-cannabis officials we have in government used their, their foot and their fist to slam it down. But now we're actually going to have them now. And it's going to be a game changer. We're going to see cheaper cannabis. I won't be surprised if at the end of the year we're at under we're at under 275, 260 an ounce. Because now these dispensaries are going to feel the pressure now. They cannot get away with charging what they charge anymore. Now that people can just use a caregiver. Um, so we, we got that, we got reciprocity, we got, um, holes, we got the amendment to the social consumption, no, to the equity, um, the social equity applicants and then the, um, those affected, those, those that are drug war victims that, um, have been affected by the war on drugs. And another major victory that we have, and shout out to Commissioner Title and shout out to, um, the other shout out to everyone who to who made this possible but um another victory that we scored is that um commissioner title was pushing for for us for the for the drug war victims and the social equity ag- advocates or the social equity license holders to be able to get a because f- right now as codified into the regulations and the and the um yeah, coded into the regulations is um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, so coded into the regulations is two year exclusive exclusivity period for delivery. So for drug war victims. So 
only drug war victims for the first for the next two years are going to be able to have um, recreational and I believe medical delivery licenses. So they're going to have first crack. Um, so the multi-state organizations, Ease Wellness, all those folks, they're going to have to wait until those two years are over before they can really, they really have a shot at setting up shop. And and like I've said in that pa- in, in in the panel I was in with the young in the young jerks a few weeks back. I hope that the the drug war victims businesses are so successful now that we've made the necessary changes to make them successful. I hope that they are so successful that the drug war victims are so successful that that they that the um, that the big companies that want to set set foot in Massachusetts or that want to set foot doing delivery. I hope they had ice out. I hope ease is like oh man, we better not touch Massachusetts because these these. Um, delivery these these craft delivery people and these local delivery people like they've cornered their they've cornered the market in the state and we can't we don't really have a choice or it's like it's like um you go to like we have Domino's and we have pizza hut and and, and stuff but everyone knows your local pizzeria that makes that uses fresher and better ingredients and less processed ingredients everyone knows that your local pizzeria is going to be way better than a Domino's or pizza hut but um, maybe it'll be the case that Ease and all those other companies will shut up shop after those. Um, oh, yeah, I forgot to say. So Commissioner Title fought for it to be five years, a five-year exclusivity period instead of two. And, again, when you negotiate when you negotiate for a used car that's 10000 bucks and you want to pay less for it you start the negotiations at six thousand dollars like is that is is the dealership realistically gonna say yes to that at first no but you start the negotiations where you want them to be and you hope that you meet at a middle that works for both of you but um but she asked for that exclusivity period to be five years instead of two and as a result, the board approved a three-year, an, another additional year, a third, three years of drug war victims having exclusive crack at the recreational um, cannabis delivery licenses. So it'll, it'll only be it'll only be war, drug war victims and minority businesses and veteran-owned businesses and um, women-owned businesses that have first crack. Everyone else has to kick rocks. Um, I love that rule. I really do. Um, this is we scored a huge slate of victories. Um, the only thing that we weren't able to get, but um, I do appreciate. Um, shout out to to, and despite me disagreeing with a lot of these commissioners on on most of their policy ideas or most of their most of their I, I believe overblown concerns for quote unquote safety. Um, Okay, so so they were going to vote a vertical integration. Um, they were going to decide on that this meeting, but with all the other big news that happened, all the other things they're doing again. Like if you if like I've worked in an office before, I've worked in a professional job before. You have all these other projects, and you have you have main projects you have to get done, but then you have smaller ancillary ta- tasks that are ongoing efforts. So I would imagine the Cannabis Control Board works the same way in, in the fact that they don't have bandwidth on top of the their required work and the ancillary projects that they're doing. They don't have bandwidth to take on the vertical integration. But shout out. Um, but again, um, so they were they were going to vote on it this this time. But Commissioner um, Hoffman and, and I believe Title wanted wanted to sort of delay it a little bit so um we could so they can deal with the other monumental issues that they just passed um shout out to commissioner mcbride for um for for saying the vertical integration and ending it is important shout out to commissioner flanagan again i i disagree wildly with those two commissioners but they were on the right side of, of some votes today so we have to be fair we have to give credit where it is due Again, despite all the disagreements I have, I, again I don't. When when my elected official does the right thing, or they they listen to the to their constituents and do the right thing, I give them credit. I really really do. 
Um, and when they do bad things and when they do things I feel are, are bad or are problematic or are not listening to what the people and what the taxpayers and what they, they their bosses, which are the taxpayers and the people, when I feel that they're not listening, I will, I will take them to task and I'll drag them to, new, to, to oblivion. But when they do the right thing... I do have I, I do give props to the right thing I do give I do feel that I I do feel that people can be redeemed and people can change their mind you know like I cringe at the person I was at 19 I cringe at the, even the person I was at 27 you know like I'm like to a fault like I, I mean no, no i mean to a degree excuse me i am forgiving if you come after my family if you come after my sisters you come after my niece nephew then i'm not going to be forgiving like i'm gonna want vengeance obviously um when you when you come after me my life or the life of people that are close to me i'm not a pacifist i'll just leave it at that and if i feel people that i love are being attacked something is gonna get done um, and I'll just leave it at that. But, um, but I, I can be forgiving to a certain degree. And when local officials do the correct thing, I give them props and I forgive. Um, in, in, in some of these votes, um, these commissioners that I, I've pointed out that tend to be very anti-cannabis, they, they realize that the grassroots, they realize they do have to listen to the grassroots and they did so. Um... I mean, again, there was some a little bit of reefer madness, but again, they all took a recess. They all took a recess multiple times when deciding to lift the caregiver cap. They they know that we are watching them, like Grant was saying. So they had to react to us. They had to be. They had to take us into consideration because of the the noise and the stink that we've been making. And they did, and now we are going to get. We are going to get a program, a mass medical marijuana program. I can actually say, um, is going to deliver to the needs of the patients for once, and not charge them through the nose, and not shackle them with 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 lack of choice and lack of affordable choice. So again, we have to give a shout out to all the commissioners that that made some very good votes. Um, all of them, even ones I I disagree with. They, when it came down to it, they all went on the right side of most votes. So what we are doing is making a difference. What this podcast, what this project does is making a difference. Um, what, um, what, what, um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, what we do makes a difference. It really does. We have to write to these officials. We have to let it be known what we want and what we want to see. Um, sometimes we have to, sometimes we have to get in the mud and throw bombs, you know, meta metaphorically. Um, it's not, it's not always pretty. And I, I do, and anyone who knows me or anyone who's, who's close friends with me knows I don't really like being mean to people. I really, really don't. But if I, if I feel like a politician or elected official or a public official who's my tax dollars are going to, if I feel they're not listening to me, then yeah, I am going to drag them. But um, we have to give praise and credit where it is due. So I'm going to drink a little bit more champagne right now. Champagne, a freaking plastic solo cup. I'm keeping it classy as hell right now. But we scored a monumentary victory right now. Um, shout out to all the commissioners. Shout out to the Cannabis Control Commission for listening. Um, and I am going to end this on one more note. Um, this is ancillary, ancillary, and um, but it does tie into what just happened. Um, as you know, my elected official in the U.S. Congress in my district is um, Rep. Lori Trahan of the Massachusetts third district in, in Massachusetts. I live in the third district. Um, when in 2018, when she was first running, um, she, when she was asked about cannabis, like her closest opponent who, who she narrowly beat 
was like, yeah, we need to, we need to, we need to legalize it. We need to, I'm going to vote yes on bills if I were to be elected to Congress. I believe that was Dan Coe who said that. But then Rep Trahan, who's our rep, she was like, oh, we need a, she, instead of just having the, the, the ovaries or the stones to just be like, no, this is a deadhead drug. This is low priority. I don't, I don't got time for this. I have to focus on the environment or healthcare. Instead of her just having the courage to say that, she was like, oh, we need a quote unquote focus on the opioid crisis. Like that's, that was just chicken shit, cowardly behavior. Like 54% of the people in your state, um, including most of your district, most of her home home district voted yes for legalization. A good amount of your district voted yes. You can't pull this. Oh, we could only we only need to focus on the opioid crisis. Oh, this is a deadhead thing. This is something I haven't done in the past twenty years since I was in college or twenty five years, whatever. I mean, I don't know her exact age right now. This is just a deadhead drug that I stopped during after my college years. And when I got married and when I had children, I, I worked a real job like real people do. And I, I, I put down that slacker deadhead drug and it's low priority and we need to just focus on the opiate crisis. That was that's what it felt her mentality was when she said that. But um, one of the cannabis uh, dispensaries or retailers here um, had a meeting with her Um I mean, she's not. She's she sw she has switched sides, and now she's pro cannabis now. So I, when I filled out my ballot for to my primary ballot, I gave her a vote because she she changed on the issue. She saw where the wind was blowing. She saw that her dismissing it as a deadhead drug when there were going to be votes on it eventually. There's going to be a, a vote on the Moore Act pretty soon. Again, I'm not going to waste your time covering that because, again, the Republicans control the Senate. And Mitch McConnell has shelved all cannabis bills um, besides the 2018 Farm Bill. Um, he's very he's virulently anti-cannabis. So, again, this again it's 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 nice and beautiful that that the house is going to talk about it or whatever but it, it has no legs because trump's even got even the senate got to vote on it and it narrowly passes trump will veto that it's not going to get a veto proof majority in both chambers so again i mean not really not really a a point in really covering that i'm not going to cover the more act in that vote at all i'm just i'm just going to tell you that that vote is in the pipeline but um but but now that she saw that that almost 70 percent of citizens 70 percent of americans want adult use to be legal even in red states she can't hold on to this this is a deadhead drug haven't touched it in 25 years i'm a dedicated parent and i'm a dedicated dog mom i'm a dedicated soccer mom or whatever um this is a deadhead drug i don't i'm not if if, if, if there's a vote on it i'm gonna vote president or i'm just gonna i'm just gonna play hooky or whatever she can't pull that anymore you know um Sadly, it came to a big cannabis dispensary lobbying her and, and, and getting her to play ball, but she is playing ball. So she earned my vote this November. I mean, this for this primary um, in the same primary that I voted and endorsed Sparky. So, um, again, I don't want to keep this episode too long. It's kind of dragging butt right now, but just wanting to celebrate our huge win. We're going to take one more swig of champagne. Jesus Christ! With this champagne, and um, I did LSD. This no, not 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 actual acid, but one of my friends in his home grow um, gave me some LSD, the strain, and I don't know. I'm feeling like like Don Jr. and um, and um, Kimberly Guilfoyle. Um, what's the name? Gavin Newsom. Sloppy seconds. I'm feeling like I'm feeling like like like. Dawn Jr. and her right now, like I'm so animated right now. I'm so like like moving my hands and talking in my hands like crazy more so than I usually do. And like I, I, my eyes probably look narrow, but I'm I feel this very sort of like balanced and talkative high. You know, I thought this was going to be like a racy sort of strain, but it's like it kind of feels like. I mean, I don't feel tired on this stream. It kind of, it kind of has hints of tangy in the sense that I feel very um, gregarious and like like talkative. 
it's kind of like tangy where I feel very euphoric and good. Um, again, this could be the most of the champagne talking. I don't know, but I'm feeling very like hyped up and stuff. Um, um, like like the um, like Chapo Trap House said in their watch of that in their viewing of that stream. I still have to watch all three of their their RNC coverages because it's been hilarious. Um, again, I don't watch every Chapo episode. I kind of find it self indulgent. Um, I kind of find it just to be like self-indulgent after a while. So I, I can't watch a full episode. A lot of times I'll watch when they have very good guests and they're doing things I like or whatever. I, again, it gets self-indulgent, gets like, like hipster, like hipster communism, socialism, circle jerkish. Um, again, I have a best friend that, um, I have a best, best friend that, um, um, was that that has legit socialists in his family so again I'm colored by that experience a little bit in, in the sense that um, according to him this would be pop socialism the Chapo Chap House would be pop socialism and I'm, I'm inclined to agree that, that, that it is to a certain degree but dang are they entertaining sometimes um, but but yeah, um, they were saying that that Don Jr. like his eyes just look narrow, like someone who did coke. But he didn't have that high energy. But his girl, his girlfriend, or that he's dating, or again, Governor News, Governor Newsom's former ex or whatever, she was really hyped up. Like her body language was like through the roof. All right, I'm feeling I'm feeling really like good right now. Let me. All right, so. Before we, we go to the outro, I'm going to play that video of her speech, of her cringe speech, and, um, and, yeah, her cringe speech, and then, um, how, how hyped up she was, like, like, that cocaine really got to her, like, she can handle her drugs better than, than Don Jr., I will say that, um, like, like, Chapo, trap house or um like matt cushman of that podcast says so i'm gonna play i'm going to play that like rnc speech of her being hyped up on coke like that's how i'm feeling right now with this lsd and um i also took some can cannabis pills that i i may do so but i would say this hype up is like a result of the lsd and the um champagne so let me let me play that rnc thing Cause, dude, you have to have seen it. She was so hyped up. Like, I've never, full disclosure, I've never done cocaine before. I've been in parties, like in college, where people were doing it. But, like, I always, I always askew that stuff. Like, like I feel like I'm one of those people that if I were to try cocaine, like, I, I, I would get a heart attack instantly. Like, I'd be one of those people that tried it once, then died. Like, I, 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 I feel like I, I don't feel like my body would act well to it. Like. I'm a very sort of, I lean towards being anxious and a bit neurotic, so caffeine would just, like, like if, like, it, I feel like caffeine, like alcohol, where if I'm in a bad mood going into it, like, I'll just be, I'll just be an anxious mess, or if I were to do, do cocaine or whatever, I'll just be racy and I just want the thing to be over, but, and, and I'd probably get a heart attack, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm one of those people that would get a heart attack if they tried it. But, um, all right, let's do that. Let's do that, like, DNC video, because it's funny. Funny as hell. She's so hyped up on coke. All right. Six minutes long. All right. Okay. To do this stuff. Good evening, America. I'm Kimberly Guilfoyle. I speak to you tonight as a mother, a former prosecutor, a Latina, and a proud American. And yes, a proud supporter of President Donald J. Trump. Why? Because he is the president who delivers for America. He built the greatest economy the world has ever known for the strivers, the working class, and middle class. As Commander-in-Chief, he always puts America first. President Trump is the law and order president. Now presidential leadership is not guaranteed. It is a choice. Biden, Harris, and the rest of the socialists will fundamentally change this nation.
They want open borders, closed schools, dangerous amnesty, and will selfishly send your jobs back to China while they get rich. They will defund, dismantle, and destroy America's law enforcement. When you are lady, in trouble and need lady, police, don't. Biden had John Kasich, a Republican, speak at his As RNC convention American, at the DNC convention. I know how dangerous their socialist like they are moderate is. conservatives. Like I have a moderate conservative a governor. Like he, he, they're the same exactly. Biden is the same exact thing. Same exact thing as Charlie dream. Baker. Now, Just a moderate conservative that likes gay people. That's what that Biden dream. is. They, they're not socialist Riders by any stretch of the imagination. to destroy our cities. Human sex drug traffickers should not be allowed to cross our border. The same socialist policies which destroyed places like Cuba and Venezuela. Oh my goodness, must not she's so brainwashed. In our she's like in like the sunken schools. place. Like seriously. If you want to like I'm not I don't have a like I'll, I'll just I'll just say that. She's she's in the sunken just place. Take a look at California. She's, She's thinking that she's wealth, in with white people. Immeasurable innovation, an immaculate environment. And the Democrats turned it into a land of discarded heroin needles in parks, riots in streets, and blackouts in homes. In President Trump's America, we light <laughs> things up. We don't dim them down. We build things up. We don't burn them down. Oh man, her hands we are her hand motions are escalating like by a bajillion now. Our flag. Stand for the flag, This bro. election is a battle for the soul of America. Your choice is clear. Do you support the cancel culture? The cosmopolitan elites of Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, and Joe Biden? who blame America first? Do you think America is to blame? Or do you believe in American greatness? Believe oh man, in yourself, she is so hyped in President up, Trump, in individual and personal responsibility. Individual personal responsibility. Bootstraps. Even though and Jeff Bees, Jeff Bezos got inherited hundreds and thousands from his parents. He didn't do it by himself, liberty, dude. Your freedom. It's what these they Republicans don't fucking what you get. See and think and believe so that they can control how you live. She can really they hold her cocaine, I'm not going to gonna weak, lie. Dependent, liberal, victim ideology to the victim point ideology. that you will not recognize this country or yourself. From the beginning, love these like Trump these like turncoats that think they're America in with white people. Again. Like, like Candace Owens thinks she's in with white people. She's not. This lady so has this lady has the same level of delusion. Shine so bright. His promise was to put America They're just a conditional first, member of their club. They may like you now, Trump but they won't always. class taxes, putting tens of thousands of dollars back in the pockets of working class Americans. That beacon began to flicker once again. When President Trump commanded the defeat of ISIS, took out al-Baghdadi and Soleimani, and paved the way for peace in the Middle East. You mean East. committed a terrorist attack, or you mean attacking a leader in I Iran, a, 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 a leader Mexico, in a Japan sovereign person China, that the Iranians wanted? You mean that? You should not be butting into other countries, bro. See. America. Look at how it's hyped up she is. She's, she's really President holding her toe well. believes in you. He emancipates Daddy and Trump. you up to live your American dream. You are capable. You are qualified. You are powerful. And you have the ability to choose oh man, your she's life so hyped. and determine your destiny. Don't let the Democrats take you for granted. Don't let oh, them step on you. Kimberly Gilf Guilfoyle is not selling me on the GOP nonsense. Don't let them kill future <laughs> generations because they told you and brainwashed you and fed you lies that you weren't She's not have. selling me on conservatism, but parents, she is selling me on coke right now. I'm not going to lie. You can be that shiny Like I know I said that, that that coke would never, never be for me, but I don't know. She's selling me on it a little. That you hope, that you believe in. Stand for an American president who is fearless. She's so hyped up. Look at that. Look at her eyes. Look at her hand motions. This country and will fight for her. 
President Trump is the leader Such who will rebuild lyric. the promise of America and ensure that every citizen can realize their American dream. Ladies and gentlemen, leaders and fighters for freedom and liberty and the American dream, the best is yet to come. <laughs> hey, you. Yeah, you. I opened a SoFi Money account and it was... All right. Um, so that wraps things up. Um, as always, I can be found anywhere you find podcasts such as iTunes, CastBox, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and other platforms like it. Um, I can be found on Twitter at IC Sativa Pod. I can be found on Instagram at I am Canvas Sativa. I can be found on Patreon at bit.ly slash 2NJMSHN. Um, I can also be found on Discord at discord.gg slash 65TG2NR. We have a budding and upcoming community that's growing. Um, and as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends. Um, mazel tov to this gigantic victory that we've gotten. Um, ca- medical cannabis will, will start to actually become affordable to the most vulnerable and to the average Jane and average Joe, we deserve. We need to give ourselves a round of applause. Um, all of you and all my Massachusetts listeners that have done the work, that put in the work, and that have had it culminate to this. You guys deserve to be popping champagne, wine, um, getting extra high if you don't drink, or you know, going extra heavy on your on on food or whatever. Um, if you don't do intoxicants, what, whatever you do, I mean, I have, I have an audience from all over the planet here. So again, do whatever the heck it is you do. If you live in Massachusetts, celebrate like crazy. I'm, I'm going to finish off this champagne. Um, and again, um, I know I was supposed to take a hiatus, but we had too many big things come up. So, um, the hiatus is suspended. Um, more episodes might come in the coming days. Um, so as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends. Peace out and ciao. If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project, there are quite a few ways you could do so. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast slash support you can also support me now on patreon at www.patreon.com slash ic sativa podcast you can support the podcast for as little as one dollar a month we also have a five dollar and above tier if you are feeling extra generous additionally if you wish to get in contact with us you can leave a voice message on anchor and you can do this by going to h https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast and click the send voice message button and i may just play it on a future episode you can also call and leave a voice message at 617-466-9389 and i may just play it on a future episode feel free to join the ever-expanding i am canvas sativa podcast planet on discord we yes we've got a discord Discord channel and that Discord channel can be found at https colon slash slash discord dot gg greg greg slash six five t g two n r again that is https colon slash slash discord dot gg slash six five t g two n r feel free to check out sequoia organics for a great source of cbd and hemp based products you can check them out by the link https colon slash bit dot ly slash three three fk r v nine and you can enter the following coupon codes for extra discounts such, such as dog treat 20 tincture 20 40 percent sign off iso 15 percent sign off cbd and that applies to the entire store and as always everyone stay medicated my friends peace out and ciao